Parashat Shemot Summary While the Shevatim were alive, the Jews lived in the city of Goshen. After they died, they settled outside of Goshen and began to learn the Egyptian ways. Even so, they kept their main language as Lashon HaKodesh, they gave their children Jewish names, and weren't influenced by the Egyptian clothing styles, and never intermarried with the Mitri. In fulfillment of Hashem's promise to Abraham that his children will be as numerous as the stars, B'nai Yisrael began having many children at once. Paro and the Egyptians were not happy and made plans to stop them from multiplying. The Egyptians started to enslave the Jewish people and force them to build storage cities like Pitom and Ramesses. They also appointed Jewish taskmasters to force them to work. But these taskmasters would not beat the Jews and were later rewarded by being appointed the princes, the Nesi'im of Kal Israel. Paro called the Jewish midwives Shifra and Pua. Shifra, who was Yocheved, Moshe's mother, and Pua, who was Miriam, Moshe's sister, and told them to kill all Jewish male babies while they were being born. They refused and claimed that the women gave birth without any help. Paro then decreed that all Jewish male babies were to be thrown into the Nile River. Amram, the leader of the generation, and his wife Yocheved, the daughter of Levi, had three children, Miriam, Aharon, and a newborn Moshe. As Moshe was born three months early, they were able to hide him, Soon, though, they could no longer hide him, and he was placed in a basket in the now. Bitya, the daughter of Paro, saw him, took him out, and named him Moshe. From the waters I drew him. As Moshe was to talk with the Shekhinah, he refused to nurse from the Egyptian women. Miriam, who was watching nearby, arranged that Yochebet herself should come and nurse and look after him, until he was ready to return to the palace. When Moshe was 20 years old, he saw a Mitri beating a Jew. Seeing that only Reshaim would come from the Mitri, Moshe killed him with Hashem's special name and buried him in the sand. The next day, Moshe came out and saw a Jew about to hit another Jew. Moshe told him to stop, to which he responded, Will you kill me like you killed the Egyptian? These two were none other than the infamous Datan and Abiram. They then went and told Paro what Moshe did, causing Moshe to have to run away from Egypt to save his life. After many years, Moshe ended up in Midian. He stayed by the well near a city. He saw seven sisters who had filled up the troughs with water to water their sheep. These, the shepherds came and started to chase him away, but Moshe came to their aid. These were the seven daughters of Yitro. Upon hearing Moshe's stories and that he was a fugitive, Yitro placed Moshe in jail. While there, Tzipporah, one of Yitro's daughters, gave him food and water. When Moshe was eventually freed, he married Tzipporah. One day, while Moshe was watching the sheep, one ran away. Moshe chased after it until he arrived at a burning thorn bush, which wasn't being consumed. Moshe wanted to approach the bush to understand why it was not burning up. Hashem called to him and told him not to come any closer and to remove his shoes. Because the Shekhinah is there, it is a holy place, just like when Hashem will come down onto Har Sinai to give the Torah. Hashem told Moshe that the time had come to redeem the Jewish people from Egypt. Moshe wanted his brother Aharon to go in his stead. Hashem told him that Aharon is happy for him and will be the translator. Moshe should take his special staff with him, as he will perform miracles with it. Hashem also gave him three signs to perform for the elders of Bnei Israel. 1. His hand in his shirt will turn into tzarat. Number 2. His staff will turn into snake. And 3. The water poured on the ground will turn into blood. Moshe headed to Egypt with his wife Tzipporah and two children. Gershom and Eliezer. As Moshe delayed in giving his son Gershom a brit milah, 
An angel in the form of a snake threatened to swallow Moshe. Tzipporah quickly performed the brit, and the malach left. When Moshe arrived in Egypt, he, Aharon, he and Aaron told the elders of Bnei Israel the words, Pakod Pakati, and that Bnei Israel believed that Hashem saw their pain and was going to save them. Moshe and Aaron went to Paro and told him that Hashem says that he should send the Jews out of Egypt for three-day Yom Tov. Paro refused to recognize Hashem and his command of letting the Jews go for three days. Instead, he instructed to make Bnei Israel work harder. Hashem informed Moshe that he will punish Paro, who will soon be in a hurry to send out the Jewish people.